You are listening to Episode 5 of the Peaceful Mind Podcast. Welcome to the Peaceful Mind Podcast, a place for creating the peace of mind you need to be the best mom you were created by God to be. If you want to bring more balance, more joy, and more peace to your motherhood, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Certified Life Coach and Catholic Mom, Danielle Tienel. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, let's get started. Here we are at Episode 5 already. I hope you've had a chance to come along for this new podcasting ride with me from the beginning. And if so, how am I doing? A little green, maybe? but I am committed to getting better in delivering you valuable information that relates to our faith and life coaching concepts that are easy to apply to your Catholic mom life right now. If you like what you are hearing, I'd be so grateful for a review, and I hope to start reading them on future episodes if you give me permission. Your feedback is so helpful to me to give some direction as to what you might want help with at the moment in your motherhood. But until I hear from you all, I am just going to keep going with sharing all the useful and helpful tools and concepts I've learned that have given me a roadmap to having peace in my motherhood and to be experiencing more joy, balance, and connection than I ever thought possible. And I'm here to make it available for your life too. Today's episode is the basis for all of it, the foundation for not only creating the most peaceful life possible, but for creating anything, really, anything you want in your life. It's true. I feel as if I know a little secret of the universe, like I, I, like I have a door into what God's inside knowledge is of how he creates, and that, my faith-filled friends, is something I cannot keep to myself. In fact, through the Holy Spirit's direction, I have made spreading this work of how to regain a peaceful mind my purpose, to teach others to know these insights too, so you too can go on co-creating with God to live out the joyous, abundant life you were meant to live. So let's dive into today's episode. By the title of my show, The Peaceful Mind Podcast for Catholic Moms, you can guess that what I am about is offering knowledge on how to have a peaceful mind. I offer my own experience as a Catholic mom with my expertise of being a certified life coach to help women just like you have peace of mind. To understand more fully how peace is created, we must first start by looking within our minds to our patterns of thinking, because it is our thinking, our thoughts we think and beliefs, beliefs we believe, from which all else is created. So today, we're going to take a look at your thinking in ways you may not have before. So fun. And I want to start with my first point, which is... You are not your thoughts. So there is you, this whole, complete, worthy, perfectly created human being that has a soul and is 100% worthy, lovable, and I confidently say perfect in our creator's eyes. And then separate from you is a mind that has ideas, notions, sentences, or phrases that just come and go. These thoughts just enter into the brain and they passed right on out. Sometimes they are so lightning fast 
that there is never a moment to even realize it was there. And other times we'll think a thought, realize we are thinking it, and then we'll unconsciously choose to think it again and again. And before we know it, we believe it and it becomes a deep seated belief. In the course of a day, experts say, and by experts, I mean Google, Google tells us that each of us can have between 60,000 to 80,000 thoughts a day. What? That's amazing. And even if it was even half that number found out to be true, that would be a crazy amount of thoughts. So by pausing to notice and zoom out, if you will, to make the crucial distinction that you are separate from your thoughts, that you are not the thoughts you think, but you are actually the watcher of the thoughts you think. And this difference is so important in order to become aware of when we are on the path to peace or learning how to regain our peace if we come out of it and to have peace of mind in our motherhoods especially if we find ourselves feeling not so peaceful a lot of the time. Because the power we have to change how we feel comes first from noticing what we are thinking. So the visual I have of this separation, if you will, of of there being you and there being this separate mind that processes thoughts is when I think about those TV shows where they portray someone who's you know, heart they're trying to revive in the emergency room. And as the person may die, like for a bit, it shows them outside of their body and actually watching the doctors fervently trying to like revive them. Do you know what I mean when I'm trying to explain here? So they're like currently outside of their body watching the doctors and nurses work on them. Now try and use that image with your own thinking about you stepping outside of your body, watching your mind, have thoughts pass in and out of it. Notice when you are having a thought, even by saying what the thought is out loud, maybe, and, and even just saying that it was a thought itself that can help sometimes kind of distinguish this You are the thinker and you watch that you're thinking by stepping outside and seeing yourself separate from the sentences or phrases that pass through your brain. See if you can watch what you are thinking right now, for example. Right now, I can pause and tell you out loud what phrases are going through my mind. Some that I notice are, I may not be making sense to those who are listening to me right now. Or, I hope they stick with me. Or, I might be breathing too loud into the microphone. I'm so hungry right now, because it's almost dinner time. (laughs) Get back to your work right now, Danielle, and focus so you can do other things. You have to get this done. Those are a few examples of the thoughts that right now at this moment were passing in my mind. So, I consciously stopped and became the watcher of my mind in order to notice what I was thinking. Another great way, and I would say maybe the most powerful way and exercise to becoming aware of your thoughts is to do what we call in life coaching, 
a thought download. Just as a computer downloads information, you too can download all of your thoughts on paper in order to get them out of your brain and to separate yourself from your thoughts so you can actually take a look at what you're thinking. By doing this, that is getting your thoughts on paper, you can then really actually become the watcher when you now physically see what is in your brain. How we teach this is to grab a piece of paper and a pen and just free write all that you are thinking at the time. Try not to judge what is in there. Just get it out so you can take a look at it. Maybe set a timer. The aim is for your pen not to stop the whole time. If you have trouble at the beginning, it could be useful to put a subject at the top of your paper like my day today or what I am thinking about. The more you do it, the easier it gets. Just keep going until you feel as if you have literally dumped out your whole brain from everything in there and wrote it down on paper. Now you have separated all that was in your mind from you, literally by being able to see it now on paper. What you have written down are your thoughts, phrases, sentences that were in there, but now you get to notice and read them see them, and gain awareness of what was in there. This, my faith-filled friends, is a huge, huge step towards having a peaceful mind and creating all the great things you want for your motherhood and life for that matter. I have so much more to say on the subject of thought downloads, noticing your own thinking, gaining awareness of your thoughts. But thank goodness I have a podcast to continue to explore, But for now, it's just enough to explore this idea of being able to separate yourself from your thoughts and that thought downloads are one great way to do just that. Now, secondly, I want to talk through with you about how the thoughts you think are just that, thoughts, and many of them strung together. They make up the story you tell about your life. The story say that everything is going great for you that you're happy and fulfilled, that you're at total peace about all of it. Or maybe your story is that something has to give. I never have enough time. My life would be easier with a different boss or I'm not doing a good job. I can't ever get things right and I wish my life was different than it is. But your thoughts are just that, your story. You are choosing to believe them. It's wonderful that you get to pick what is your story and make it real and truth for you. But what I want you to see is that if it's not a problem, great. Keep the story you tell yourself. However, if you don't like your current thinking and want to make changes in your life, then the perfect place to start is to understand and distinguish What is really a fact, an actual event, situation, and circumstance taking place, and then see what the story is that you are telling yourself about them. We create our lives mostly with our minds by attaching meaning to the circumstances that happen in our lives. Your thoughts are not facts. They are just your story. And again, this is fine so long as the story isn't painful or causing problems in your lives. But many of our stories we tell ourselves are painful, even debilitating. 
So let's look at a couple of examples to see what I mean. Oftentimes, I hear moms tell me they don't have enough time to do everything. When I ask them how they know, because they tell me they are racing around from place to place, work long hours, still have a messy house, haven't been able to have alone time with their husbands, etc. However, after a series of questions like, how much time did you watch TV this week or scroll on social media? Or can you continue to work on work when office hours were over? They say, but I need downtime and I'm exhausted and I need to just veg out for a bit. And I say, yes, I understand. I get it. And I am someone who enjoys these things too. But the point I want to make is that the story you are telling yourself is that you don't have enough time. But the facts, especially if you kept a time journal and really took a look at where and how you're actually spending your time, you could possibly find ample hours to get what you want to get done done and do what you need to have to do. So a second example of separating our thinking from actual facts that are happening when someone says they don't have money. One client of mine mentioned here lately that she was in a worrisome state about how long her savings would last. She said she only had about six months worth to hold her over. But when I asked her if she had taken a look at what her actual income and expenses were in relation to her savings account balance, she listed off some additional information of projects she was going to be paid on soon. A tax refund that was due to her in a few weeks and some money that she had available in a money market account to use should she need it. So right then and there, as she let go a little bit of the heavy constricting story that she had been telling herself and got really factual about things, she then immediately created a new story for herself that she would be fine financially for longer than she was allowing herself to believe. All because she was able to see what thoughts about her money were that she was choosing to create a story around. So in both of these examples, one about time and one about money, there was a heaviness at first around these subjects. But by separating the thoughts they were having from actual facts the circumstances taking place, we were able to get a little distance from the thinking of the story they were telling themselves and then find some relief. Okay, so now you know that you are separate from your thinking and that you have the ability to become the watcher of your thinking. And in this way of seeing what's in your mind, then writing them down, you can then better understand the last point I want to talk about today, which is you get to choose what thoughts you think about anything. I oftentimes refer to this concept as the best news ever. Yes, my faith-filled mama friends, you do get to choose what thoughts you think every moment, all day, every day. There is never not a moment when the choice is not yours. This is so important 
So if you've drifted away from me and are multitasking with something as you're listening, you are going to want to make note of this point. Here it is again. You get to choose what thoughts you think about anything. It's a choice. You don't have to be at the effect of circumstances. You are in control of assigning meaning to everything. Everything about how you mother, about what happened in your past, about how you want to think about your kids, your friends, your job, your faith. You can choose what to think about it all. What you are going to keep there or get rid of, think about some more or never think about again, all of it. Now, like we talked about at the beginning of this podcast, we have 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day. So choosing what to think must be a deliberate action after you become more aware of what's even in there. But for the sake of demonstrating today, let's look at a few options that may resonate with your current life situations. There's the thought, I have the best husband in the world. And there's also a choice of thinking, I have a husband that's just okay. You could think, my kids never listen to me and it's so annoying. Or you could think, my kids are just acting as teenagers do sometimes. How about when you're believing someone like your boss is making your life harder? And you get to choose to think she is so demanding. Or you could believe that I need a push to get this finish and appreciate a time conscious boss. Moms, what do you want to think about how much time you have? What do you want to choose to believe about how you are mothering at the moment? About your looks, about your home, about the relationship you have with Christ? Do you know that you get to choose what to think about it all? That in your mind right now is a whole bunch of thoughts about it all. Some negative, some positive, some just indulgent and not useful to help you create an amazing life. And some that would serve you well if you chose to think them again and again on purpose so that they become true beliefs for you. I love to think that I'm a good mom. And I choose to think it even when I blow it and make mistakes like humans tend to do. Thinking I'm human and moms make mistakes serves me so much more than beating myself up with thoughts like, there I go again, or why can't I keep my cool when other mothers are able to? But what I want you to know today is that the choice is yours. The assignment of what it all means is assigned by you. You get to write your own story and choose to think what you want about everything. So this week, pick something that you think has been making you feel awful. Something you find yourself having lots of thoughts about. Try a thought download. And that I mentioned about earlier, catch some of those thoughts and see what you've been telling yourself and start to notice the story around it. Separate what's fact and see if there are other ways to think about it. If there are some thoughts that make you feel better, then choose those and start to rewrite new beliefs for yourself. This is the work, my friend, the work that leads you closer to a peaceful mind. 
So in light of all this information given out today on the episode, I want you to take away these three points and contemplate them this week in your mom life. One, you are separate from your thoughts. Two, there are circumstances of life and then there are your thoughts about the circumstances. You can separate out the facts from your story that you're thinking about. Number three, you get to choose what to think. Keep what you think or choose another thought. The power is always yours. Okay, this was big stuff today, but don't let it feel overwhelming. I will repeat these concepts and keep retelling them in episodes to come, and together we'll get there. But just know that it all starts with your thinking, and from here you will be able to create the peace in your motherhood and a peaceful mind and a peaceful life. Have a blessed week, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Peaceful Mind Podcast. Are you ready to take everything I teach you here and put it to work for your own life? To really learn how to have peace of mind no matter what is happening around you? If so, I'd love to have you as a client. As your coach, this is where you'll get personal and focused time on your own mind using life coaching tools, concepts, and proven life-transforming wisdom, all through a faith-filled lens. To learn more about how we can work together, come on over to danielletienel.com. There, you'll see how to sign up for a free coaching consult and learn how to get started. Until next time, peace be with you always.